It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Glory, glory, talk about Spurs. Glory, glory, talk about Spurs. Glory, glory, talk about Spurs. And the Spurs go marching on. Hello, welcome to, well, let's hope it's not too much of a uh, dour a miserable Spurs show this week after the uh, awful, awful match at the weekend. But we're going to try and hopefully one of my guests here will put a positive spin on on what's currently going on at the club. Firstly, making his debut on the Spurs show, it is the writer Andy Merriman. Hi there. Thank Great. you so much for finally joining us. Thank you very it's much. It's beautiful. We'll, we'll reminisce. We'll go back over many, happier times as well. Yes, many years. And then from the Premier League, when I say Premier League, he doesn't play, obviously, for a team. But Mr. Statman at the Premier League, Johnny Blaine returns. Uh, good evening. Good evening to you. Thank you for having me back. And it's lovely to have you back. <laughs> and finally, the literary agent... Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yeah. that'll do. Thank you very much. Uh, Mr. Rick Mason returns. Hello, everyone. Thank you very much all for joining us. Before we look back at the awful, awful game at the weekend and then try and look forward in a positive light to the game next coming weekend against the Woolwich Wanderers. Uh, Firstly, just to remind uh, maybe those of you who haven't heard the show for the last couple of weeks, uh, the show is currently supported by MatchPint. The MatchPint app is a sports pub finder. Want to find a pub showing the match you want to watch? MatchPint will tell you. And uh, they're currently, with their wonderful uh, prediction league, giving away free Budweiser's as well. All you've got to do is make your score predictions uh, this week on the app, on the televised Premier League games coming up, and you'll correct predictions will win you Budweiser's at the moment. Uh, top the Spurs Show League, we have our own one, and you can win monthly prizes like Premier League matchday tickets, shirts, etc. Uh, so go to your app store, search MatchPint, or just go to matchpint.co.uk slash app. Use the code SPURS to join our league. Now, our league is very interesting because our very own Theo Delaney is now joint top 
after a storming run at the weekend, <laughs> predicting many minutes. Yeah, is that you think it's fixed? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's actually predicts. He's predicted like five or six correct scores. <laughs> He's joint with Steve L on 200 points. I'm languishing in about 23rd at the moment. So surely someone can beat Theo. This is extraordinary. So going down, it's really good, really easy to use. Uh, just so you know, last week with the Spurs game, the most popular prediction was 3-0 Spurs. 27% of you, actually, in the league said 3-0 Spurs. Only 15 people across the entire UK and Ireland predicted Newcastle would win 1-0. None of us in the Spurs show league predicted that. Surprising, because we're normally quite pessimistic. But <laughs> no one foresaw it, basically, is what I'm saying. No one saw it. One person predicted a Newcastle win, but thought it would be 3-1. And uh, across the game last week, 1,300 pints were won, uh, which is pretty good. And as I said, Theo is top of the league, and it's currently got five predict- predictions completely right which is quite incredible so well done Theo go there join the league uh, yes it's lots of fun right well let's look back uh, at the awful game of the weekend and there's, you know, there's been a lot written in the papers and if you're one of these people that likes reading social media there's hysteria going on at the moment that things aren't right at the club uh, the first kind of negative things about Poch and tactics. And do you think this is sort of warranted, this sort of the moment panic? Or do you think if we win on the weekend, all this will be forgotten? Or do you think there's something wrong at the moment within the team? I think it's a bit early uh, to, for it to be called a crisis. I mean, I think people have been going over the top a little bit. But I think it is worrying. It's certainly <laughs> worrying about... I mean, what I don't understand is what's happening with Jan Vertonghen. Mm. Ericsson is kind of a bit more transparent. You know, you yeah. know that he wants to go, and, and although I think maybe there's a bit of a scapegoat here. But with Jan, I don't, I don't quite understand. I know Poch is completely uh, obsessed with fitness mm. and that, that Jan was meant to have not come back very fit. But I'd play him with Toby Adverald every time. And, mm. and, and Sanchez was at fault for the goal, certainly, and isn't as strong as Jan. As Jan. Um, it is a bit worrying, but I, I don't... You know, we've seen this before. There are times when we go through a bad patch and it's a big crisis and things are terrible. Um, so I'm not panicking yet. And, I'm, and I'm, well, I, re- I read today that um, if you're an optimist, you can live to 85, Right. Which means I've got 20 years left <laughs> for, for Tottenham to win the league. Um, so I, 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 it's a bit early. I mean, I think if we have a few more bad results, I mm. will begin to worry. And I know we had a very bad end to the season. So I think yeah. four, four wins in 15 league. games, mm. league games isn't good. But I think we were distracted by Champions League and Wembley and all sorts of things. Mm. So um, there is something not quite right. And Poch talking about the unsettled squad. He's never had such an unsettled squad and waiting for the transfer. He even used the to... words, the desire wasn't there, which really kind yes. of surprised me. And it did look... But I mean, surely then you've got to look at the manager stroke coach and go, why are they up for it? Why isn't the desire there? We've seen, I mean, we've seen so many teams come and defend against Tottenham and we haven't been able to find a way through them. I mean, that's happened for a long, long time. Mm. And without... Um, the creativity, someone to burst through, someone to take defenders on, open up the midfield, we're always going to struggle with that. Mm. I mean, Rick, I mean, the the interesting thing, touching on point Annie mentioned there, about sort of unlocking the defence, he did start with Kane, Lamella, Mora and Son. So you kind of think, well, that's a bit of far power there. But what surprised me in the game tactically, because it was so congested, Mora, who is brilliant running at players and taking them on, 
didn't have one run, one dribble in the game. Yeah, everyone, they... everyone was so static up front. It was there was no movement. I watched the Liverpool Arsenal game the night before on TV, and I'm not a Liverpool fan, obviously, but I was for that 90 minutes, and I have to say they were tremendous. The movement, the desire, everyone knew where they other players were it was just bombarding arsenal who who you know set up relatively defense defensively but when we we just don't seem to can do it like that anymore i never thought i'd go to watch spurs and the best part about the day would be the cricket (laughs) um but what surprised me was that nothing changed at half time yeah when we played villa um, we were pretty bad in the first half, mm. but Poch set it up differently, and we looked like we we knew a way that they they'd spoken about it at half time as how, as how to get through them. That didn't happen this time. Mm. The second half performance was equally as bad as the first. There was no plan B. Um, yeah, you're right. Nobody made any runs. You can hope that maybe when Cessignon is is, is fit that maybe he'll be the answer to to unlock uh, the defence of that kind of team that plays against us. Mm. But certainly there doesn't seem to be anybody at the moment that is able to do that. And I don't think that... I don't, I don't think there was one player on the field who really had an outstanding game. Mm. I mean, jo- Johnny, to me, one of the disappointing things was... At least the Villa game, there was a lot of chances. There was We had one shot in the first half that... To Bel- was it to Bel- or his name uh, sort of parried then there wasn't a shot on target until the 90th minute obviously Mora missed that sitter from seven yards out and Kane missed a really good chance when he mishit the ball that aside there was no long range efforts they snatched it a couple didn't they yeah uh, Mora snatched it one mm. the Celso snatched it one it was the original if they were still playing, they still wouldn't have scored. I still don't think we would have scored against Newcastle if we'd still been playing since Sunday afternoon. Um, you talked about Liverpool. I had a look at some stats, as is my want, before I came. Mm. I don't like looking at calendar year. 2019 means nothing. But actually, that's when I'll be turned to shit, actually, really, is 2019, I think. In, in home games, the first half of home games, we've scored four goals this year. Wow. Liverpool, I think, have scored 19. Man City have scored 17. The tempo, we don't set a tempo. How many times have we been ahead in matches? Mm. I, I can't think of many. And the wins we have had in 2019, a lot of them were late. Fulham, Newcastle, mm-hmm. Leicester. Palace. Palace. It's, mm. a real, it's a real problem. And as yet, no one's really started to wake up to it in the media everyone still thinks we're the team to challenge Liverpool and City not a chance if we carry on playing but, like but, what, but what I don't understand is that Poch is a clever man a clever coach we know that we've seen it I think the coaching team around him are really really good they're into stats and, and all the kind of things they do why haven't they addressed it? You can't keep hiding behind this, well, this European transfer window. You know, there's problems there. You, you know, I personally think, regardless of who may or may not be leaving, you start with your oh. best team. And, okay, Ericsson didn't play well against Man City, but we're playing Man City. At home to Newcastle, the first 15 minutes, Newcastle looked scared. I thought, oh, they're there for the taking today. And we didn't do anything. Why don't you think, tactically... Things. It's gone. St- He's I a think clever coach. It's He's not st- an idiot. Yeah, but it's been so stale and predictable for a long time, which is kind of why I've been saying I wouldn't be so upset if Ericsson left because I think we just need a new change of style. A little. But bit. if he did 
go, who's going to come well, straight in? it's too late in? now. This but I would, I would have... I know it's bit, Well, it wasn't that pie in the sky. I would have signed someone like Coutinho or Dybala mm. who can change a game in an instant. Ericsson's great. Don't get me wrong. And I get grief for saying I'm not a huge fan. His numbers are fantastic. But I think we need a classy Coutinho-type jailbreak, lock picker mm. in that style rather than just someone... That, that's up. such a key position. Yeah. And to me... Uh, and, and I get a lot of stick as well for what I say about Ericsson. But to me, he was a downgrade on Modric. Mm. And so, therefore, if you look at players like De Bruyne, you look at players like Hazard, they have been the key players for sides that win things in the past. And if anything, you can say that Ericsson has held us back in that way. He has had great matches, he has scored great goals, but too often he goes missing... Um, he can't beat the first man from a dead ball. He doesn't tackle. He's he not a dribbler either. And I think we I, need... I'm going to defend him here. Good, I'm glad um, someone is. Because I think for the first... I mean, how long has he been, he's been with Six us? Seasons, Six years. Huh? For the first four or five years, he was terrific. I mean, mm. he actually, sometimes he was slow starting, actually. Sometimes he didn't get going until after That's Christmas. Right. But when he played well, we played well. He mm. made a huge difference. And I think he affected games more than Modric, to be honest, in the attacking way, style. But last year, he was as were a lot of... I mean, Delhi was poor last year, um, I thought. Um, and I think it's too late for him to go now because we can't replace him. I don't, we have hardly seen Lo Celso play. I don't know. He looks, He's not he, up to speed He, he looks, he looks knackered after 10 minutes. He did hit the, the only day. through ball of the day. I mean, the, the pass to Kane yeah. where we should have, shouldn't have got a penalty. That was his yeah. pass. But, but yeah, we don't know, do so we? We don't know yet. And we've got... Yeah. And Dombele to come... Oh, no. He, you know, he's going to take he's a bit of time to yeah. settle and We've got Cessna on. So... But I think it's the full-backs, too, is the, is the yeah. problem, isn't it? When we were that last game, last, last season at the lane, when we had Walker and Rose belting down, creating yeah. with the pace and, and the width, we haven't got any width. No. But, the, but the latest about full-backs, the latest in, in the news today is that Aurier could be going to AC Milan. Um, a player, let's face it, has had so many sort of little injury niggles that's never had a, 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 a run of games at Tottenham. So whether he was going to come through, so probably not. I think there'd be many people crying if Oreo left the club. Would you agree, no, John? No, I wouldn't be sad to see him go. Well, I think he's better. He's probably the best right back we've got at the moment, mm. but that doesn't say very much. I controversially would place Sissoko there because, don't get me wrong, he's not Carl Walker, mm. but Carl Walker was an up-and-down, pacey right-back who would pin the full-back back. And I think we actually need to get Sissoko out of the central midfield for as well as he's done. Just play him there. I think if you're going to play Sissoko in that position and you're going to play Sessegnon on the other side, you've got to go three at the back. Yeah. So Vertonghen's got to come back into yeah. the side and play with Aldevarad and, and Sanchez because that's not going to work in a four. But mm. if, if, if it works as a, as a back three with... Sissoko and Sessegnon going wide, that that might work. Other than that, there there aren't like I said earlier, there's there's no plan B. But Carl, but, sorry, Carl Walker B just looked I, mean, I don't know if he got a hamstring injury or not, but he went yes, off, didn't he? So he did. so I think probably against the arse, we probably haven't got a choice other than Sissoko mm. to be honest. And I would play, certainly play throw. We must bring Jan back. Let's go back to Vertonghen. You mentioned Vertonghen there. If what people are saying is well, he, he's supposedly also going to... Well, he wants a new contract. He, he asked once more. They haven't done it. So whatever's going behind the scenes, don't know. If it's true that, like Ericsson, will, well, I'm not going to go anywhere, I'll run down my contract. And that's got Potch's nose out of joint. Potch has always said, I'm the coach. Whatever's in front of me, player-wise, I'll use. 
you can't then use his excuse, oh, things aren't right in the dressing room and all that, and kind of allude to that's why you're not playing them. As you mentioned, mm. I think Vertonghen, well, the goal was sort of Sanchez's fault at the weekend. It was a typical ball that you could see Vertonghen getting across and winning. The Man City second goal was a typical ball that you saw Vertonghen's telescopic legs. He reads it. Get so there, well. He reads yeah. that yeah. stuff. So you can't say he should not be in the side because people are playing better. No, but and if you use, has exactly, been doing that for and, months. But, but also, if you use this run down the contract yeah. argument, then why is out of L playing? Exactly. So you can't, that's clearly their fault. He's fallen out. Is there something else? There's been a fallout. It's a circle of trust, isn't there? There's been a fallout somewhere and that's it, which is a shame. And look, okay, that's the sort of manager's prerogative. I'm the manager. We've fallen out. He's done it before with, um, who was the one who went to Palace? Townsend. Townsend. He did it with, um, Oh, God, some of the other obscure ones. Stambouli. We had a few obscure ones there. That Holtby that were there and sort of disappeared. <laughs> Clearly fell out with a few of them. But I'd rather, as fans, we were just sort of told what's going on. I'd rather as fans just bloody picked the but best they, players, to be honest. You know, and just sort of know, you know, but and again, it's the clubs timing. never do, though, do they? They never yeah, tell but, you but why? But, on. you know, why sort of wait to fall out with someone just as the season starts when again? And eventually you've got to swallow your pride and go, the game's all about results. Yeah. And he brought Toby back in when it looked like he was yeah. never going to play for Spurs yeah. again. And Toby's, let's face Best it, player, been, I think, played he? well. Yeah. So do you think he's getting a little bit pig-headed pot? I think he's got kind no, of... Last season he had the excuse he hang his hat on, oh, World Cup injuries, blah, blah, blah. Mm. What's his excuse this year? Maybe the players, and you can talk about Levy all you want, sign them a bit late. Well, the first one, Dumbele came in early. That was the one he really wanted. Well, so, well, you get people then arguing, oh, we yeah. should have come in last year, so he's not early, but that's just, mm. you know, whatever. But, yeah, he's got the players he wanted. They're still... It's, it's, yes, it's deep-seated, I think, I at mean, the moment. I injured already. He's just in, mm. isn't fit. When do we yeah, ever sign players that isn't fit, yeah. It's, mm. uh, it's only been three games. I'm, I'm, yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm I'm I agree. Of, but nothing's changed. Like, I, yes, it's but only been three games. We've signed four players oh, who well, could change it. I don't know. No, look, I, I agree it's only been three games, but let's be honest, in the three games we played so far... We have not played well. We never start well. And the well. form has we, continued. We never start well. We won, our first we won our first three games last year. Yeah, yeah. but that was unusual. Yeah. Usually in August, we don't get going for you a know. while. And then you look at, uh, obviously, the incidents. Um, the VAR incident with the penalty. I mean, watching it back, whether the player slipped or not, he took Kane out. He took Kane out. Kane was going to the ball. Kane was slightly going down, you could yeah. argue. But the action of the defender meant that Kane could not get the ball. Surely that's a penalty. I, I, we did a VAR two-hour, really good m- meeting. Right. Uh, where they did a whole show of VAR. And I walked out of that meeting, and, and I was really confident they would get it right, having worked on tournaments where they've got it massively wrong. And I don't want to say too much, because you never know who's listening, and I don't want to lose my job. Mm. But I think they got that wrong on Sunday. Mike Dean says he couldn't see. So if he didn't see, he has to go to the <clears> screen on the side of the pitch right. to have a look. My personal opinion is a little bit of a... And this is just a personal opinion. The, the referee back at Stockley Park doesn't want to undermine the referee who's made a decision. They all want to just keep it happy. Because mm. I don't think yet we've had a, penalty, a, a non-penalty overturned to give a penalty right. yet. We haven't had right. that yet. Um, at first glance, I actually didn't think it was a penalty. But I was down the other end. But having seen it back, I mean, the guy nearly rugby tackles him. So I, I don't know what, how they came to that conclusion. But why doesn't yeah, the ref therefore go... <clears throat> like the incident, well, a game which went in our favour, the Lamella penalty against Man City, yeah, when the ref good. didn't see it. As you said, someone should be going, what do you think of that? What? I didn't see it. Do you I want us know. to look at it? 
But, and that's fair enough. The ref goes, I didn't see it. It's the whole point of even VAR. I didn't see it that instant. Can you tell me, as you said, or run to the pitch, takes a minute or whatever. The other frustrating thing about the VAR is they don't show stuff on the screen what's going on. Cricket have nailed it. Cricket is part of the game now. John, can, you know. can I ask you a, a question? <laughs> Do you think that VAR would work better if we had the same review system yeah, I like as that cricket? Idea. So each team had like two reviews each Like the ones half. that the Aussies buggered up on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. But, but if they, were, they actually said, no, I want this reviewed, I think there'd be less arguing if a team knew it had run out of But reviews. the issue with that is maybe that the, the people are watching it People, the managers and the coaches are watching the game in the dugout. So I believe if they know it's a penalty, they're going to appeal. I don't. I think they've looked at that as an option, and I just I don't think it will ever be an option. Actually, Tony Keeler suggested that some yeah. years ago. Of all people mm. suggested it some years. They want ago. to leave it in the hands of the officials and officials only. But I think you're right. It's kind of justifying the referees. They're almost justifying the referee's decision rather than than mm. saying actually that was a penalty. Yeah. I mean, the whole clear and obvious thing. Yeah. You know, well, they put the hide behind to them. It wasn't clear and obvious. Yes, yes. So I it's, mean, it's going to take a while, isn't it? Because mm. if, if cricket's been going for seven years and they've yeah. got it down completely. I, mm. I think a lot of the problem so far this season, we're not very far into it. But as far as I'm concerned, a lot of the problem hasn't been VAR so much as the new rule Rules. changes. Well, we benefited from that, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Well, we did benefit from that. But but then it gets blamed on VAR, and all VAR is doing is showing how the new rule changes are either deciding whether it's an incident or a non-incident. And, but this and particular penalty um, debate was yeah. nothing to do with that. It was, no, that one, that one was The guy's fallen, yeah, whatever, a, taking him out. That's got to be a penalty, yeah, isn't it? No, and, how, and, is that, how is it and, not a penalty? Even if you go, he accidentally fell mm. and knocked over Kane. He's, impeded, he's, he's impeded him. He's impeded him to stop him getting the ball. So I don't understand how that cannot therefore be a penalty. Taking it's different if you go, he didn't touch him or he dived and, or he just put his hand on his shoulder. I think it was enough to take him down. He took him out. Yeah. So how is that not a penalty? Do you not worry, my bigger worry in that, was how sluggish Kane was to get well, there. Well, yeah. I think peak Kane would have just got there. I know he tried to feel the defender and he wasn't there, but he'd have just smashed but this is the other, not, look, let, well, let, Let's look at individual players now as well, because, you know... Kane, the last two games, apart from that miss at the end, has had absolutely no service yeah, yeah. whatsoever. So, on the training ground, when you've got the, at least the European or one of the world's greatest current strikers, why aren't you doing stuff tactically to make sure he's getting the ball as much as possible, number one? Why have you then... Starting with Mora, I don't think they like. He likes playing with Mora, does he? Well, because they get in each other's way. Exactly. Yeah. He's, it's Ali. So then, why why then there. start with Mora if you know they kind of so far starting games? Correct me if I'm wrong. Haven't hasn't worked yet. Why go against stuff you already know? Like not playing for Tong. This is what I don't understand what's going on at the moment. That Poch seems to be making player decisions and sort of slight sort of positional decisions on the pitch that clearly aren't, aren't working. I think Harry really needs a, num- a proper number 10, doesn't he? He needs someone close up to help him. And, and Deli Ali, mm. I think, is obviously, obviously the guy there. Well, Deli's, Deli is fit to be selected at the weekend, apparently. He's not had a great, great time in, in no. recent months, but I think he does make a big difference. Yeah. Uh, and Ericsson picks out Harry's runs when yeah. he makes runs. Um, and to be honest, I mean, Son, who I think is excellent, I love Son, 
he plays a hell of a lot better when Harry Kane's not there. Yeah. He did, didn't he? And, um, and you think sometimes that, you know, as much as you don't want to drop Harry Kane under any circumstances whatsoever, there's a part you of take him off, couldn't he, sometimes? Take he's... him on take and him. let Son yeah, do what he does off, best when, yeah. when, when Harry Kane is injured, which happens mm. obviously I, quite a lot. I have to say, I want to, I, I've had it with Lamella. Oh. Seven years now, and occasionally he does something in pre-season. Normally, he's so static. On Sunday, he was so static. Yeah, pre-season is good, and I just. And how long are we going to give him? I know a lot of listeners don't like me and and yourself and many others now berating him. The problem I have with Lamella is one: he's the most one-footed professional footballer I've ever ever seen. Everything's on the on his left foot. He can't use his right foot at all. You know, which is incredible. Even the Rabona, he did it because he couldn't use his other foot. <laughs> and I just don't... And again, when, when there's no space, when a team like Newcastle, and there's been plenty of teams before, nick that girl early on, and then we have to break down a team, we don't seem to have the tactical nous to either draw, draw them back up so there is space... Or do stuff. I mean, it was as you said, we could have been there all day. There was no room. We weren't going to score. But we can't be surprised by this no. because this is what teams are going to mm, continue to do. Well, yeah. White Hart Lane Home is going to happen season. in lots and lots of games. So what? We're going to lose all these games one nil. Well, I thought get a lucky break. I thought a new stadium actually isn't great. Lost mm. to West Ham. Yeah. Newcastle drew at Everton. Lost to Ajax. Mm. Because these are the teams that will come and just sit. Yeah, well, we used they to kind good, of not but... give goals away. That was the other thing mm. against these teams. So you kind of had a chance of scoring just one and winning winning the game. Now, it's a silly goal, I mean, it's a ridiculous goal mm. on Sunday, wasn't it? I mean, but I mean, the, the goal was bad. There was the incident just before when Luis tipped the ball over yeah. the bar. Yeah. By the way, so you could see it coming. You're a keeper and a great one. Yeah. I say this every time. <laughs> I thought Luis he went th- straight through him into the middle of the goal. Well, the shot, yeah. Yeah. I think he's got away with no one's focused on that because the rest of the performance was so dire but mm. actually the bloke just rolled it under him straight through the middle of the goal yeah it wasn't great position I think maybe he surprised you'd have saved it oh easily yeah, easily yeah. Um, doing anything Sunday huh? <laughs> you're doing anything <laughs> yeah, exactly um, any more thoughts on the particular game Rob until we move forward you wanted a positive yeah go on then it can't get any worse I don't oh, think don't that, say that. that performance I, I don't think it can get worse yeah. because they can't play that badly again. I refuse to believe that. And also, we used to do one poor half and one better half, didn't yeah. we? That was often the way. You thought, oh, I well, it'll I be better second half, and it, and it wasn't. I think my only positive is we haven't seen Sessegnon yet. <laughs> That's, you know, we know that, that he possibly could be the key to... But he's not fit yet. I mean, no, no, this but is when it. We he could is, be, you know, did, you know, might stop us being relegated, well. Mike. You know. <laughs> <laughs> not steady, Rick. No, no. Well, look, let's look ahead Shout at the place. massive, massive game at the weekend against the Woodish Wanderers after this very quick break. And we're back after that break. A few bits and pieces before we look ahead to the game against uh, Woolwich. Uh, Spurs show season ticket holders. You can get your season ticket now. Those of you with season tickets, they went out today. So you should start getting them. Uh, just to remind people who don't have them, uh, get a Spurs show season ticket holder. It gets you two tickets for all our intimate monthly events starting on September the 23rd with Phil Bill. Uh, then in October, we've got David Tossel, the biographer written a brilliant book on Jimmy Greaves and then our big Christmas show 
December the 2nd at the 100 Club with Steve Archibald and Garth Crooks. And we'll be announcing our other monthly shows January through to May shortly. Um, it's £10 a month. It's well worth doing. Go to season.spurshow.net. If you can't, uh, if you live maybe outside London, you can't make all these monthly events, you can just get tickets now for the big Christmas show at the 100 Club. Go to live dot spurshow.net and also on september the 19th at the millfield theater in edmonton uh i will be interviewing Raphael van der vaart it should be a great night uh you can get tickets for that now at millfield theater that's with two l's millfield theater.co.uk um another announcement here um being asked the tottenham food bank which is run by the trussell trust i'll do a donation drive before the crystal palace game on saturday 14th of september if you're going uh they're doing a food bank thing basically on the way to the game stop off at any supermarket grab a tin of food anything you want and drop it off outside the tottenham town hall anytime between 11:30 and 3 p.m and help the local community the tottenham food bank Please do that, especially if you walk past the town hall anyway. Um, go and uh, pick something up. That'd be brilliant. And finally, uh, if you want more Spurs Show content, you can get it now at patreon.com slash Spurs Show. There's a daily news show, match reports, interviews with many, many ex-players, and new documentary series has come up. So have a look at that, patreon.com slash Spurs Show. Right, this weekend, is it a Sunday? Was the second Sunday, isn't it? Sunday. Woolwich Wanderers, uh, obviously, apart from the Liverpool game, been playing well so far. Got done well in the transfer window, I think. Um, I think it'll be a lot like last season's game, if you remember. They started at a blistering pace, took the lead. We then came back and we were 2-1 up, remember? At half, was it half-time? Half-time, yeah, yeah. Half-time, 2-1 up. And then it all went to shit. Yeah. And we lost. The desire wasn't there. I remember the time moaning how we didn't match them for the passion and, and the tempo that we wanted. That's why going into this game on current form, Andy, is, 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 to me, it's slightly worrying. It is worrying, but I think maybe we were a bit complacent last season, the way, and maybe, this, maybe that defeat against Newcastle will make mm. them sit up a little bit and think, we've really got to do something this time. I watched the Liverpool-Arsenal game, and it was interesting because they played two up front, Arsenal, and they let the Liverpool fullbacks yeah, run right. Yeah, they riot. played this sort of diamond. There was loads yeah, of space. Yeah, Pepe and Domingo up front. And, um, I mean, the defence is still dodgy. Mm. And, and thank yeah. you. I wasn't sure that I wanted Luis to get booked again and, and miss our game or yeah, actually or play against us because you can never <laughs> tell with him. Um, I think Pepe looked dangerous on the right. Very, he's yeah. very left-footed too yeah. by the looks of things. So Danny will have to be careful of that. Yeah. Um, Oh, I hate that. I hate the Arsenal game. Yeah, <laughs> as I get, as I get older, I should be less anxious, but I get more yeah. anxious about it. Rick, what do, you, what do you think? What are your sort of feelings with it? Well, one of us is going to win 5 4. Oh. Um, <laughs> if you look at Arsenal's attack, uh, it does worry me if, if he's still out, if Vertonghen is still out of favour, because you can see them absolutely murdering Sanchez. Um, and uh, and just leaving Alderweire out sort of stranded. Mm. Um, so I really hope he makes it up with Vertonghen because I think that could be the difference between winning or drawing and, and, and losing quite heavily. Johnny, what do you reckon? Do you think Vertonghen will come back? Obviously, we mentioned Delhi. Uh, is supposedly fit. He's got a week of training now ahead of him. Um, you kind of, you know, it's a game we want to win, you know. 
surely you bring Ericsson back in, Vertonghen back in, Delhi back in, and now we're kind of, I assume Ndombele will be fit. Um, thus go. leaving Lamella and Mora out. Yeah, well, that's a decent bench, sort of. You've got to play your strongest team now. Mm. Look, Arsenal have got, Arsenal are Arsenal, they won't change it because you said they'd be good going forward. They can't defend. That hasn't changed. Um, so we've just got to be smart. Mm. Um, and we all thought we'd beat Newcastle. They got turned over by Norwich and it was reversed. So maybe it will work in our favour. We have a terrible performance. And maybe we will go there and win, which we don't do that often. It's like a rite of passage you lose to Arsenal just before the international break. Yeah. Um, but I, it sounds weird off base of what we've been talking about. I actually think we'll do all right because I just don't think it can be any worse. And they've got to have some professional bride in them. They've just got to play better. And they realise how big this game is. Yes, well, if you, go on that, if you go on that League Cup performance, obviously we went back there, I can't remember how, how soon after the league defeat, mm. and we won, was it 2-0? Yeah, no. yeah. And Delhi scored a really good goal and stuff. We played really well that We're night. better when teams give us space, because <coughs> Delhi can get in behind yes, they're going to attack us, so, which mm. will help us, actually. Yeah, it yeah. should help us, but who knows. <laughs> he says, hopefully. <laughs> I think if Vertonghen's back, and, and Ericsson starts, and, and Delhi's back, maybe Ndombele, that, that's, that's We've got four, to start four solid. players well, The thing, the thing is, we used to trust Poch mm. to set up the tactics against the team that you need to play against. Mm. And just recently, I think you said it, Mike, I don't know whether... I don't know whether the players still trust Poch to do that. There seems to be an apathy there amongst the players that maybe comes from them feeling that Poch has lost a bit of interest. He certainly it, doesn't look as happy, Poch, does he, this season? A friend of mine tonight said um, that some of the players were upset because Lucas Moura didn't play in the Champions League final and that Harry played instead. And that some of them are a bit, a bit upset with Poch about that. Didn't. I can't wait, uh, that can't and, be true. And, no, I don't know, but I'm mm. just saying that. As a, are, they, are, are they a bit fed up with him certain, for certain reasons? Not, not just for that, but for things no, that we just don't, about the crap we don't know about. The yeah. <laughs> you know, I, th- I think, look, you've, you've, you've got to set up properly against Arsenal. And if there's one fixture where you bounce back from and all us fans next week go, great, much more like it, you know, much better performance... This is the game, isn't it? But you all know? eyes are on us a lot more because people are just starting to re- look at the form and go, oh God, Spurs have won four out of 15 and haven't won away since January. People are mm. actually starting to go, maybe there is some cracks developing. Mm. Well, I think you're right in what you said earlier that, that you know, we, we've got a way to Arsenal for them to get some pride back. Mm. I think if we'd have, you know, been playing Burnley this mm. week, yeah. with all, you know, with all due yeah. respect to Burnley... I think maybe they wouldn't have been up for it. It's not Whereas a bad. Maybe this this could be the the turning point. So, you know, maybe that's the positive that you can look for. In well, the, the 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 date of the match is when the European transfer window shuts. It's the same day, isn't it? The second. Second, yeah. Second, we're playing the second yeah. or the first. I think, it's the day after. I think the Monday I think is the, the, day is the okay, window yeah, closing. Yeah. You know, but by then you, they're going to know whether Ericsson's in talks with anyone and going. Or, I don't think any of them will sign him for fifty million quid when they well, can have him for nothing. Yeah, next. and also exactly. where would he go? Who's going to? Where is he going to go? Yeah. It's limited. You know. It's also we got the Champions League draw too on Thursday, yes. haven't we? Yes. Oh. Well, actually, th- th- thanks yeah. for reminding me. That we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in, in a minute. Oh, sorry, actually. it's quite <laughs> a while. Thanks for reminding me. So look, quick look, quick prediction now for the Woodwich game, Johnny. I'm going to go with a 2-2 draw, but a positive performance. Okay. Andy? Yeah, I was going to go for 2-2 as well. well no, yeah. Another 2-2? Right. I think 
that it will be 3 2 either way. Oh, oh, I'll go 1 all. They are. Oh, well, that's reasonably positive. Don't like predicting Tottenham to lose. But as Andy just mentioned, rightly mentioned, in a couple of days it's the Champions League draw. We are seeding in pot two. Bizarrely, Chelsea yeah, they are won in pot the one because they won the Europa League. So Chelsea, all the other English teams are in pot one. Uh, the group of death scenario, although we were in the supposed group of death scenario last season and it worked out well, we could face Barcelona, Inter Milan, who are in pot three, and Leipzig are probably the strongest team in pot four. Uh, but we could get Genk and some other sort of middling teams as well. Um, would you rather we had a sort of another sort of on paper difficult group? Because remember the season before we had on paper an easy one and we didn't get through. Uh, oh, column A and column B. Yeah. I'd love to see Barcelona again. Yeah, watching Messi was just remarkable, mm. and my dad missed it. He was away, so he right. gets to see it this time. Yeah. Um, but no, you want to get through, don't you? That just that's the main that's the main thing. Um, yeah, I mean the other ones. I'm trying to think. Seeded uh, is PSG. Bayern Munich, Juventus again. Or, or play some teams we've not played. It'd be boring to get And Zenit, uh, yeah. Zenit St. Yeah. Petersburg are probably the, the, on paper, the easiest team from Pot A. That's a bit of a you want to go, do you? <laughs> St. Petersburg, beautiful place. Some big teams, but some new teams. Like, it'd just be nice to yeah. play some new teams. Yeah. True. Yes, you do. And you want to see some good teams, too. You want to see some names. Anywhere, anywhere where difficult. I don't have to rely on Ryanair, we'll see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ryanair, Thomas Cook. Yeah. Um, who are still, a, are still official partners of... Tottenham, even after uh, that debacle of Apparently Madrid. so, yeah. It's incredible, mm. isn't it? You know? Uh, but anyway, let's hope we've got some lovely European trips. I'm trying to think where we've kind of never been, which city that is a great city to go to. Have we played Bayern Munich recently? We haven't played Bayern Munich for no. a while, have we? No. Played them in the 80s on the Hoddle team. Well, been Paris? Munich would be nice. Paris. Paris. PSG would be nice. A little trip to Paris yeah. or the Eurostar. Can be pleasant. Yeah. yeah. We, haven't done, we nice. haven't done Rome or... A Roma in it? Uh, Roma in it? Andalek, are they in it? Point. No, they are. Really Roma no, in you're it. right, they're not in it. No, Gen- Genku in it, which means Andalek probably aren't in it. I'm thinking of Genku in it. Anyway, there we are. I'll get my, uh, yeah. I'll get my Atlas out after the, uh, after the <laughs> recording and, and see who we've got. Right, uh, Annie, as it's your debut, can you remember your first, first trip to White Hart Lane, your first game you ever went to? Well, I can remember seeing Stanley Matthews play. Oh, wow. Which rather dates me. I, I can't remember where it must have been at Spurs. Because uh, Matthews he played... He was playing until the mid-late mid, 50s, wasn't no, he? No, long later than that. Oh, was he really? Yeah, because he played into his, late, his, his own late 40s. And I started going in the mid-60s. So right. I think it must have been right, right at the end of his career. But, I mean, the game I suppose I remember most, unfortunately, was the 71 game. That's the one that's still when our, sadly is Well, because we, it was, we went straight from school. Right. I think my mum dropped me off really? in the, at 4 o'clock or 4.30 and the days when you just queued up and got in. Where did you grow up? In the area or? In, in Hampstead, yes. Oh, okay. Far, right. And um, standing on the shelf, you know, where, and, and it's frightening because it was just people were being carried out mm. above you and you could barely see a thing and, of course, a terrible result. But that's the game that I, I kind of remember from my Who do you think if I had, you had to name one? Oh, I used player. to love Gilzine. I used was to your favourite player Gilly? Well, I think I, just because of his character, the fact yeah. that I had to fag at half-time. We were very lucky. He, he, he already looked about 60 we when had him he was on the show. We had him on the show a few years oh, ago. Oh, because he, he yes, was kind of... Yes, he d- disappeared and we had him quiet. on the show... 2011, I think it was. It was absolutely wonderful. There's a new book coming out about it. Oh, good, uh, good. So we're going to have the author on um, 
this season yes. talking about it, you know. Mm. So it's like Gilly was probably the, your favourite I think player? one of them, of course, Gazza and Hoddle and all the obvious players. And, and of course, now I've got three children who right. are all kind of inflicted spurs upon them. They all, do they all go as well? Oh, yes. Oh, and, wow. And um, I've, I've told them it's character forming, which, mm, which is. until recently, you know, <laughs> yeah. now it's, it's fine. But, um, yeah, they're, they're completely obsessive about it. And my wife has actually supported spurs for many years. So Fantastic. Well, really I, the family. It's in the family. And I, but I, as I said, I get more anxious and I can't watch the end of games. You know, I'm 65 now. I'm going out for walks because I don't want to see that. I'm 38 and I do that. You do that? Okay. I just thought maybe I'd grow out of that. But uh, Stanley Matthews was still playing at your age, Yeah, he was. I always noticed on social media when you get people going, taking my son or daughter the first game. And my instant reaction now is, you poor thing. Especially after that performance, there was um, a dad and his son. You could tell while they were looking at their tickets. It was obviously his first game, and he was so excited. And at the end, he just lost it. He was so down. Yeah, yeah. And I almost was tempted just to, to sort of lean over and go, Welcome. This is, welcome. <laughs> this is welcome to it's our a world. It's a passage. This is, uh, uh, this is what you have is, to Isn't it really <laughs> sad, though, that, that we got excited about the Audi Cup and that we'd won something? <laughs> But just the fact that we saw a Spurs player holding a trophy. But things have got when you think. I remember going to Ipswich years ago. We lost three 0 and George Graham. I remember his last game. It was like a Boxing Day or something. Yeah, and all the fans were singing. It's just like watching Brazil. And you think, you know, those days really were. My four-year-old boy came back from a play date, whatever you call it, with a Watford football last week. Well, so I was just like, well, maybe that'd just be easier for him. But it is, it's the hope that kills you. I mean, you mentioned in the pre-season. Whenever we have a good pre-season, it's yeah. when we always start the season badly. And when we have a bad pre-season, we normally do well. So maybe, you know, that's my positive spin okay. on this start to the season. Well, look, thank you so much, Rick. Andy, thank you so thank much for joining us the first time. Please it's come back on again. Please, thank you. Johnny, thank you very much. You. We're back next week with... who's Oh, we've got uh, Martin Cloak and Alex Finn, the author. Uh, talking about their new book on looking back at last season's Champions League run. So no matter what happens at the weekend, at least we've got some happy memories to then discuss. Until next week, come on you Spurs! This day, January the 22nd, 2008, having drawn the first leg one this all day, the January the 20th, 1951. On this day, January the 14th, 1978, a jump from On this day, January the 17th, 1968, Martin Chivers makes his debut for If you're interested in the history, landmarks and great achievements of the football club we hold dear, your love on this day. And White Hart Lane erupts. Jimmy Greaves equalises on the stroke of half-time. Aaron Lennon scores a fourth. Tottenham embark on a 19-game unbeaten run. On this day, a daily mini-series dedicated exclusively to memorialise great Spurs days gone by. Exclusively available at patreon.com slash Spurs show. Patreon.com slash Spurs show. 
Jimmy Greaves equalises on the stroke of half-time. John Pratt Brace at a concert. January the 17th, 1968. Patreon.com. Aaron Lennon scores a fourth. Tottenham embark on a 19-game unbeaten run. 1951. Martin Chivers makes his debut for Spurs. Top of the league and White Hart Lane are run. 1978. 2008. 1951. 1968. Patreon.com. Slash Spurs. Slash Spurs. Slash Spurs. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. Sports Social Podcast Network.